welcome to Crackin' Crime. I'm your host, Jamie Tilson. I'm your co-host, Seth Tilson. And it is <laughs> 1 o'clock in the afternoon and I'm already drinking crown peach. <laughs> <laughs> and who else we got? I'm here. Who's, that? Who's I'm? Me. <laughs> That's all you need to know, people. <laughs> it's Jacob and Tilson. Jacob Tilson. I got two He's also that. French. <laughs> or as my friends would call me, Tilly. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I can't wait for Connor to be in high school with me. It's going to be so weird having two Tilsons in one school. Hmm. True. Especially since everybody uses my last name, Tilson. So it's going to be really weird. <laughs> I can, yeah, I can see that. Ah, thank you guys for tuning in. Been a couple of weeks since we've done an episode. Um, just been busy. Mm-hmm. Might be that kind of time that, I don't know, time of the year that we're going to start doing like every other week. Try to do as much as we can. We need yeah. to do some stuff for Patreon, so that's going to be coming up. Well, not if I have surgery again. We could do it fucking every day if you want. I'm just going to be bored at home for four to six weeks. <laughs> just pop a bunch of shit out then. <laughs> just give them the shit. <laughs> That's Seth for you. That's Seth. Get surgery and then just stop. That's Quagmire. Doing <laughs> <laughs> Who else but Quagmire? He's Quagmire. Quagmire. Focus. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the actual song, but I just can't remember most of the song about it. Oh, right. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> the Who Else But Quagmire song. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's an actual thing. It is. All right. Let's get back on track a little bit. Like everybody, <laughs> I think to thank everybody for tuning Testicles. in. Testicles. <laughs> one, two. That's one, thing working. two. Okay. All right. Uh, and go. Then go. All right. So, check us out. All of our social media platforms, Facebook, the Twitter, um, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, we've been making little stuff there. I've been throwing out some little videos. Uh, follow me, Jamie Tilson. Got Seth Tilson over there. Um, everything else is at Crack and Crime. Go check us out, all the social media accounts. If you are a Patreon, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Really helps to, you know, I don't know, get us some better chairs in this studio because. Seth squeaks all the time. Mm-hmm. It's literally Still just a fold-up chair. Uh, a lawn chair. <clears throat> yeah. Still. You can use my chair. Huh? No, it's too small for him. No, yeah, I don't like it's that one. It's actually just fine. But it's he doesn't like it. So yeah, he it hurts went, my shoulder. He prefers to sit in the freaking fold-out chair that squeaks. disc in my neck, thank you. Okay. <laughs> hurts my arm really bad to sit for a while in a certain Right, place. I've got a really comfortable chair over here, yeah. so I don't... Yeah. It, it's old. And it's no, old, and no spine diseases or right, bad yeah. discs or nothing, but you know it's fine. You take that chair, right? No, that's you okay. Yeah, it. it's, I mean it's my studio, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, Not for long. Oh, Jacob's gonna take my studio. Is that what you're trying to get at? Yeah. This is your old bedroom. Um, anyway. Yeah. That's and why there's Spider-Man on the door over there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With IDK. Yeah, I don't know. That was you. That was that was Haley. Oh, was it? Yeah. All right. We got to keep on track. Got to keep on focusing. All right. I'm excited about this one. We are not going to get political. I'm saying this to all of my people. Um, but today we are I covering. Might. What's that? Uh, I said I might. <laughs> <laughs> we are covering some U.S. presidents and just kind of. Some crazy crime through history um, in the White House. That's kind of what I was looking at. So, um, there definitely are some really crazy stories that come out of there. Are we covering when the White House was burned down? Ooh, at a different time. But that is a great story. I do like that. It's very interesting. Attaboy. That's a good idea. I like that. Yeah. I Um, I actually really like it that the White... I thought Independence Day was the only time that ever happened. No, it's... Independence <laughs> Day. real live footage. They actually did that for that movie. Yeah. Right. Did you know that the White House has actually been remodeled inside a few different times? Like the only thing that is, well, it's not even original anymore. Nothing's original anymore. But because mm-hmm. uh, it did, it completely burnt down. So then they rebuilt it. But now when they remodel it, the outside shell 
stays looking the same, but they go all the way down to the studs. There's some pictures that I've seen where nothing, it's just completely empty inside and the outside shell still standing. So they completely rebuilt all the floors, everything inside of it. It's just like yeah. unreal. Yeah, there's so much secret stuff in there too and all kinds oh, of passageways and everything. And and all of the wings that have been added onto it, mm -hmm. like it just originally started out. And then there didn't used to be a lot, actually one of the stories that we're going to talk about um, is they, they didn't used to actually have to be gates around it, right? So it was just the big White House lawn. Mm -hmm. People could walk right up, you know, but Mr. President, I got, I got to talk about this now. You know what I mean? Like, we really need to work on this. Um, but it's, no, it's crazy the way that Mr. things... Mr. President, are, I found this gun on the lawn. <laughs> well, that is one of the stories we're going to talk about. <laughs> that one of the presidents um, liked to duel people. Yeah. With Alan duel? Jackson? Yeah. What, ten paces in turn? Alan Jackson? Alan Jackson? That's a country yeah, that was That was before, right before the Chattahoochee. Yeah. 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 Wasn't that one of the presidents itself? Andrew Jackson. Andrew, that's what it yeah. was. Yeah. President Andrew Jackson. And yes, you were right. I know. I had no. to give you a little bit of a hard time, but yes. Yeah. Andrew Jackson is the president that we're in chat about because he was probably our craziest president. Hmm. Yeah. $100 but, bill guy? $100 bill guy. All right. That's what I know him as. That's what you know him as? Yeah. yeah he did a lot of crazy stuff as president. He's important somewhere back in history. <laughs> I actually loved history. I just never got into presidents. Really? Oh, yeah. See, I so I was just thinking about it this so week. So I know more than Seth. Well, that doesn't probably. take much. Um, but no, I started thinking about it today. Um, well, we had our buddy, uh, Brandon Williams, went to um, D.C. Mm -hmm. So then he was asking of some places. So then I just... Didn't you also go to D.C.? I have been to D.C. And honestly, it was probably my favorite trip of all time. I'm not joking. Every all the traveling I've done, all the trips and places I've gone. I mean, it's yeah. And then you said we were going to trade a trip, or take a trip to Florida. So then you said I can go. Right. I think you'll appreciate it more. Or now was that? Man, or was it Manhattan that you said at the time? We were going to go to Manhattan, but then COVID hit. Yep. Yeah. So instead of you going to DC on that DC trip, we were going to take a family trip to Manhattan. Um, Manhattan, Kansas. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> and then we just couldn't go. You know, it just got, you know, COVID really shut everything down. And no, I, it Manhattan, was... Manhattan, New York. New York. I, I knew that I was wrong on the state. And I couldn't remember. Yeah. No, so we were going to go to New York, New York. Right. Manhattan. Downtown. Yeah, yeah with the yeah. island. Manhattan's not a state, is it? No. No, New York is. Yeah. New York is I was getting so state. confused for a second there. Yeah, I no, said no, Manhattan, Kansas, because that's only Well, I knew like that. I knew that was fucked up. <laughs> the, way you were, the way you were wording it, I was getting confused. Right. <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch, has Manhattan been a state this whole time? <laughs> no idea? No, yeah, well, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, I doubt myself too much. What do you mean it wouldn't surprise you? <laughs> a lot of things don't surprise me that you say and do. Uh, no, but I... Honestly, I mean, I was excited about D.C. when we went, but I wasn't, like, overly excited. I was just like, oh, yeah, it'd be fun to go. And then it was just done so well. I mean, the the company, it's like World Strides, I think, that we did it through. I mean, it's just jam-packed. I mean, but for you land, they pick you up, and it's just like, boom, Capitol building. Amazing. Mm -hmm. um, then we go over, like, just everything that you see. I mean, what... Standing in front of the White House is just amazing. I mean, it's just really cool to get to see it. Um, I don't know. Everything is so much, so much to do there. Um, the different buildings that we've gone to, like the uh, the National Library. That's where the Declaration of Independence is at and all that stuff. And to go actually through all the security, go back in there and then actually see the original documents is just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's really Really cool. Then to find out, <laughs> you gonna be off? I know. There you oh, go. God. Give me my drink. Get my yeah. lid. There you go. I'm gonna move my drink so you can. Down the you don't have to. <laughs> Completely. Yep. So FDR. You know FDR. Yeah. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Uh -huh. Sure. You know FDR. He's the only president <coughs> that has done more than two terms. Okay? He actually died in office, and I believe in his fourth term. Yeah. Yes, this was all that. during World War II. Yeah. Probably one of the greatest presidents in our history. Just absolutely mm -hmm. amazing. He did not want 
one of the big like memorials to him. So you had like the huge Washington um, monument, which is just humongous. And then you have the Lincoln Monument, which is just so cool, right? And you just have all these amazing monuments in D.C. And FDR didn't want nothing. So right outside, I believe it's outside of the National Library, there's just this, it's the size of this desk. And that's, it's just a rectangle box sits in the grass. And that's the FDR monument. Yeah. And that's all he wanted. This makes him that much more... Because and that's what he said. He said, "I don't want one of these huge monstrosities for me." And then he he made the comment something like, "If you're going to do something for me, make it the size of this desk." So then that's kind of what they did. So it was really neat. It's uh and, and dude, going on the the bus and then having the people. They told me so much stuff, and I try to piece some of it back together. But they told us so many stories. Hey, Dad, every so why place are you wearing the bean? Mm-hmm. Because I was already wearing it. I'm in a story. Um, so when they were telling us and they were walking us through and we pull up to this place and then you had your guides and they're giving you so much information. It's just almost too much to take in, you know. Um, but that little piece sticks with you and it's just unreal. Now since they have actually built a big like monument to FDR and it's really cool, right? Um, because then they decided like, well... We understand that that's all he wanted, and that's what he got. But now we want to honor him, so now they've built a bigger one, and it's really neat. But and then just a bunch of stuff that I didn't really know, like Arlington Cemetery, right? Arlington Cemetery is absolutely amazing. It's it's so crazy to walk through there, you know. And then you get up to Arlington House, and it is this big building, right? Um, it was under construction when we were there because they were fixing some things, but. We didn't get to go inside. So then, when, but when you go up to Arlington House and you start looking, there's some really old gravestones around Arlington House. Well, it turns out that that is, um, oh, he's the he was the general for the South, uh, um, General Lee, hmm. Robert E. Lee. Oh, yeah. So Robert E. Lee owned this house. Arlington House is Robert E. Lee's house. Hmm. And when Abraham Lincoln gets elected president. And the South rises up, right? There's multiple reasons as to why, but this is what happens. Robert E. Lee lived in... Um, the Southern State, wasn't it? No, no, no. He becomes... The, he moves. Yeah. I believe it's in... I believe Arlington is actually in Virginia, but it overlooks Washington, D.C. So when you're standing where um, President Kennedy's grave... he actually President Kennedy's cave is actually really grave. I'm saying cave. Um... Um, JFK, his gravesite has a uh, a uh, one of the flames, the eternal flame. So it never goes out. The eternal flame just sits there and burns on his grave at all times. Mm. And when you stand there, it overlooks. You can see the Pentagon, Washington Monument, Capitol Building. It's all right through the trees. It is mm. just the coolest view. And you're just down from Arlington House, which was Robert E. Lee's house. So Robert E. Lee's house sits up on top of the um, hill. I'm going to have to do a picture of this, you know. Well, dude, it's just amazing. You can look up pictures on Google, but nothing's cooler. So anyways, when we're standing there, when we're standing there, and you see all these really old grave sites around Arlington House, that's when you get told the story that when Robert E. Lee fled, they considered him a traitor. And so he went down and he became a, a general for the South, for the Confederacy, riding against the, the North or the Yankees, right? So then after the battles would happen, they considered him a traitor. So they would bring people back and they would bury him in his yard as a, this is what's happening. And eventually they just, it became the National Cemetery. Hmm. Absolutely unreal, right? So these are just things that I didn't know. I knew Arlington was the National Cemetery, and I knew how, how awesome it was. And uh, do, the, the, uh, the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, oh, it's, it's for all of the soldiers that never returned from battle. And it is stationed. The guys that guard the Tomb of the Unknown, the unknown Soldier, they change when they change the guard. <laughs> 
but you have to watch it. I mean, you, it's one of those things in life you have to go watch. It is so neat the way that they do it. They, they even in thunderstorms and even in hurricanes, they guard that tomb. They refused, and and it's if you disrespect it when it's happening, when they're doing the changing of the colors, <laughs> yeah, it won't go well for you, mm. right? So the way that they come down is so professional than the way that they change, but they stand out there and they walk back and forth and they march all day, mm. and then they change out and then it's a new guard and then they stand out there and then they come out, but the changing of the guard is really impressive. Mm. Anyways, if you haven't ever gone to D.C. and you've thought about going to D.C., Arlington was my favorite spot, hands down. I, I mean, it was just so interesting to see and all of the history and, you know, all of these people that have died for our, you know, freedoms and for our country. It is just, anyways, it's just amazing. It's a very powerful place to be. <clears throat> Unbelievable. So, anyway, that's what we're talking about today, though. We're kind of talking about the Confederates and we're talking about the North. and what, So, we're talking about Abraham Lincoln. That's one of the stories we're going to talk about. Because he was assassinated. I don't know if you've known this, but um, he was assassinated. And that is one of the stories we're going to tell. And then we've got some other stories about Washington, D.C., and stuff like that. But Abraham Lincoln, we're going to do some facts. Anybody know some facts? You want to talk some facts? Uh, he looked like he aged a lot more than he actually did. It was like four years. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because it was a big time. Yeah. Stress. And he also <clears throat> lost his Stress. son during his uh, years as president. So they thought that he wasn't going to be good or anything, but he still didn't let that get to him. Very good. Very interesting piece of trivia. Okay. Seth is Googling stuff over there, so he seems <clears throat> like he knows things. Let's see it. Come on. Let's hear something from it. <laughs> Hold on one second. We've almost got it here. We've almost got it. Which president was he? What number? Who? Lincoln? 16. <clears throat> Very good. I thought it was 15. You thought it was 15? You, son, were wrong. Seth got that one. Well, he has also has Google right next to <laughs> You know, when I was looking through books there, and I already had a, a pretty good hunch, but I figured I'd just <clears throat> look up the Google page just to, just to make sure of it. But uh, So... When the guy shot Lincoln, I think I think Wyatt Earp was like a half a mile out. He's he'd been riding for days. He knew it was gonna happen. He was gonna go stop. It. He was he was going, and he he was that's his biggest regret. All right? That is what made Wyatt Earp. For years Earp after that, every time he killed somebody, he was like, "Fucking goddamn Lincoln!" <laughs> he saved him. He's still out. He's still out there riding a motorcycle now because they're the yes. horses. Yeah, instead of a horses, horse. don't exist anymore. You, know, you haven't but, said uh, sorry, Grandma. Yet. Horses do still exist. <laughs> no, no, they don't. You haven't said sorry, Grandma, yet. <laughs> He's got a nice um, chopper that was, it's getting a little bit old, a little bit outdated. It was built by Orange County Choppers. Um, it's got a little Western theme to it. He can carry his um, <laughs> six shooters. It doesn't start with a button either. you got to kick it in the back and say, giddy up. And right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's the yeah. only way. It's voice activated. Only his voice. <laughs> giddy up. Yeah. Giddy up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, this wouldn't be far away. off from that time. I mean, Wyatt Earp was alive. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, that just throwing that out there. Um, <clears throat> anywho, let's go back to it. Wasn't he so, shot in the back of the head? Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. Abraham Lincoln was shot um, just behind the ear. Yep. Um... So actually, it's kind of interesting. So the war is over. The North won. Okay? I um, just wasn't sure if you guys were aware of that. So it's April 1865. Oh, yeah. And then he jumps down. And then he breaks his leg. But everybody thinks that it's just a part of the show. Right. So, because in his day, in the day... He was a great actor. He was a great, well-known actor. So then, like, he would be like, uh, you know... Think of a famous actor from today. So you think the like... The Rock. The Rock. Okay, so he's... <laughs> so James Wilts Booth per, played by The Rock. Okay, Dwayne Johnson. And this is how famous he is at the time. So when he walks up to the guards that are not allowing anybody back to get to the president, right? They're like, oh my God, it's, it's Dwayne Johnson. 
right? Mm -hmm. So then Dwayne Johnson is able to just be like, they're just like, yeah, go on in, dude. <laughs> I mean, Lincoln's going to love to see you. So then in walks Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and he puts the gun up to his head, and he just shoots the president while the president is watching the show. And I've actually been to Ford Theater. That's another part of the... It's, it's changed a little bit now, right? Well, yeah. You can see, if you go out back, um, in the alley, you could see where the windows and stuff used to be, but it's mm -hmm. somewhat similar inside still. Yeah, uh, if I remember correctly, they he went onto a, like a porch or something, and they were trying to get the news out fast so he couldn't escape town, but he right. got past them because he didn't, the person on the bridge or something didn't hear it just yet. Well, it's Dwight Johnson. I mean, so <laughs> all he, I mean, you know. So we're Dwayne Johnson. Well, it was, it was The Rock. If, yeah, was if Dwayne Johnson was there, he wouldn't have used the gun. He probably just would have picked him up. Right, well, that's, is that not what happened? <laughs> I'm thinking now that... No, okay, we'll go, we'll go serious. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very, very historical part. Okay, so... Yeah, we're just making fun of the president's death. No, I'm not making fun of anything <laughs> at all. No. It's, it's, it's making Dwayne Deron Johnson sound like this bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Killing this president. <laughs> That's not that's not what actually happened. But we're 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 giving people the significance of how popular John Wilkes Booth was at the time because he was he was he was a very popular like actor. Ryan Reynolds. So right, like a Ryan Reynolds. So he shoots the president and then he jumps off of the balcony and lands on the stage, breaks his leg or his ankle when he lands, and the crowd goes crazy. Start cheering. They can't even believe. They're like, oh my goodness, James Wilk Booth. He just jumped onto the stage. This is I, amazing. I thought his name was John. What's that? Not James. Oh, did I say James? Sorry. John Wilkes Booth. So all of a sudden now, Booth is on the stage. This broken leg, and they all think it's just part of the act. It's part of the, you know, play. Yeah, and then he runs him. out, jumps on a horse, steals it, and then he takes off. Yeah. They then take President Lincoln because you just so now we don't know everything from there. That is all the stuff we know. Then doesn't he? He gets taken across the street. He does get taken across the street, and he lives for just a little bit, right? <laughs> so they take him out of the theater. They take him to the house right across the street. That house is still there. <clears throat> and then I can't remember if he dies on the stoop outside or if they actually got him into a room. I kind of think they got him into a room on the inside of the house. But we, no, that's what it was, because we got to go stand up on the stoop at, the, at that house. <clears throat> and it was just very interesting. Anyways, it's a very interesting thing. Yeah, and then then there was a manhunt for him. There was. And it was like a week long, wasn't it? Yes. And they just, and then he got, he gets cornered a bunch of times, if I'm not Right, wasn't that in a... In a barn. In a barn. Yeah. Yep. And then they kill him, right? D it yeah. was a standoff. Yeah. So it says Lincoln born was in uh, Lincoln was born in eight, February twelfth of eighteen oh nine. So we're we're like stepping up to his birthday. Um, in a one room log cabin in Hardin County, Kentucky. Yeah. Then they moved to Southern Indiana in eighteen sixteen, where he goes to some formal schooling, becomes a lawyer. Um, and then he becomes president, you know, all that stuff. We're not going to go into like all of the history of everything, but so the main we're thing we're talking about with the crime, dead, but we're not going to explain his life. Well, I mean, we could, but I've got other things we're going to talk about. Okay. So we like to jump around things. And so we're trying to keep it. So we're going to go light. back farther into the past to Andrew I'm Jackson. Go forward. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Yeah, that is kind of what did you say? I didn't hear what you said. I don't remember what I said either. <laughs> just if if you guys heard it, just um, yeah, there you go. Yeah, let us know. know, comment. Otherwise, <laughs> we'll never remember. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's a crazy deal. Um, I do know that after then, after his death, they actually loaded him into a wagon, and they displayed Lincoln's body all throughout the United States. Yeah, and then they just and if I remember correctly, you told me where it was. Well, yes. When we drove by. The, right. So Highway the 30 through Kearney is the Lincoln Presidential Byway. Um, so that's actually part of the route that they traveled Lincoln's body right down Highway 30, um, which is Highway 30 today. So I don't know other states. This is in Nebraska, going through Kearney, Nebraska. 
um, Highway 30. That was part of the presidential link. Presidential. Oh, I can't even say it now. Lincoln, it's yeah, it's the Lincoln Bypass or Byway, and it says that there's little signs marking it out there. People don't pay attention because they don't read all of our historical markers that are all through everywhere out here, right? Yeah. Uh, but this is part of it, right? And then that's on the north side of the river. So on the south side of the river, uh, that is the uh, Lois and Clark path. So the Lois and Clark came through on the south side of the and river. the Oregon Trail through here, that's too? That's the somewhere? Oregon Trail. Um, yeah. That's River Road up in the northern part of our yeah. county here. But then, yeah, that's on the south side of the river is the Oregon Trail. Yep. North side of the river is the Lincoln Byway, and then the south side of the river is the Oregon Trail. So I actually come out with wagons and all that stuff um, every once in a while. I think it's almost yearly they come out, but they'll take wagons then down River Road. Hmm. Yeah, because that's the old Oregon Trail. Okay. Very interesting. Yes, it is. It really is. Are you trying to tell me to move on? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we've, been, we've, been, we've been lingering on this for a while. Now. It's because that's the stuff that gets me more than anything is all of the real. Like, I love yeah. standing in a spot where historical things took yeah, you place. You said we're, we're talking about Alan Jackson today. We are talking about Alan Jackson next. Um, so, basically, quit. You already drank half of my juice, G-Mini Christmas. <laughs> yeah, you could prepare your own stuff. And then you're going to cough every time you take a drink of my <laughs> drink. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. So we got some ghost stories. Want to hear some ghost stories? Oh, yeah. From the White House. <laughs> the White Halls. Wait, wasn't there a president that died in the bathtub? Oh, there could be. Yeah, I think I have heard that. I don't remember which president. That he was a big guy and then he just died in the bathtub. Well, I wonder if that was FDR. Seth has got Google out. Um, 1862 to 1863. Taft. Mary. What? Taft. Taft. William Taft is William the one that died in the bathtub. <clears throat> there you go. Mm-hmm. He did some other stuff. Yeah, he made Laffy Taffy. No, he didn't. <laughs> I like to think that he did. I don't think he did. All right, so in 1862 1863, Mary Todd Lincoln, grieving over her son Willie's death in February. That's... President Lincoln, right, um, began to participate in spirit circles or seances in the Red Room at the White House and the presidential cottage at the soldier's home. Spiritualism was wildly popular during the height of the Civil War as families sought comfort for the loss of loved ones. So apparently that, yep, that was happening. And this is actually from the White House website. Um, some ghost stories from there. 1901 to 1904, Jeremiah Jerry Smith started working at the White House during the Ulysses S. Grant administration in the late 1860s as a footman and served as a footman, butler, cook, doorman, and official duster <laughs> until his retirement approximately 35 years He's just years doing later. eight jobs at once. He's like dusting with one hand, right. then cooking with the other. It's I don't know what the official... like I. I would be. I'd rather be the official duster than the unofficial duster. Like <laughs> I dust, but it's not the official, not the official duster. Yeah. So I, I don't get paid per se. Right. <laughs> 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 um, a popular character and storyteller. Report reporters could always count on Smith on a slow news day, um, as opposed to today where they just make stuff up. Uh, he claimed like to have seen. <laughs> well, yeah, except I don't ever consider any of my stuff facts like they do. Uh, he claimed to have seen the ghosts of Lincoln, Grant, McKinley, and several first ladies. Just seen women go by him. It's random. Yes. Nineteen eleven. What wouldn't be a bad time? <laughs> One little known spirit is identified. Fifteen-year-old um, boy called the Thing that greatly frightened the Taft domestic staff in 1911. President Taft's military aide, Major Archibald Butt, wrote to his sister Clara, the ghost, it seems, is a young boy... Archibald Butt. Major A. Butt. (laughs) It is is Major A. Butt. (laughs) B-U-T-T. He wrote to his sister... The ghost, it seems, is a young boy about 14 or 15 years old. 
They say that the first knowledge one has of the presence of the thing is a slight pressure on the shoulder, as if someone were leaning over your shoulder to see what you might be doing. Hmm. President Taft ordered Butt <laughs> to tell the White House staff that the first member to repeat stories about the thing would be fired. Hmm. So they weren't allowed to tell their stories, except he did. He shared it. Ooh. It says ghost lore. Um, Abraham Lincoln appears in the Lincoln bedroom and yellow oval room. First Lady Grace Coolidge, Prime Minister Winston Churchill, and Queen Wilhelm Wilhelmina of the Netherlands all claim to have seen Lincoln. I mean, holy cry. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. Dude, Winston Churchill saw him. That's, I mean, I obviously, I'm, I would believe that. Yeah. Um, Willie Lincoln, who died in the White House, um, I'm guessing that's his boy, right? That was mm-hmm. President Lincoln's boy, yeah. um, was seen in the White House by staff members of the Grant administration in the 1870s. Hmm. Andrew Jackson, supposedly laying in his bed in the Queen's bedroom, the Rose Room, lets out a guttural laugh um, that has been heard by the White House staff since the 1860s. Mary Todd Lincoln claimed to have heard Jackson um, stomping and swearing around the courthouse. Mm. Courthouse. White House. Sorry. Mm. Apparently... You just uh, just visit that courthouse too often. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently Thomas Jefferson plays his violin in the uh, yellow oval room. Dolly Madison protects the Rose Garden. Um, John Tyler haunts the Blue Room, proposing um, to Julia Gardner. That was his second wife. Mm. William Henry Harrison haunts the attic. He's not allowed to come down from the attic. Yeah, the other <laughs> ghosts have the have everything else kind of locked down, yeah. so they're like upstairs only, sir. So yeah, like who who are you? William Henry Harrison? No, 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 no. Thomas Jefferson and that that over there. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln, that's Lincoln's wife. (laughs) Go upstairs, right? (laughs) Uh, Abigail Adams hung laundry in the East Room. And contemporary staff can smell wet laundry and the scent of lavender. Ooh, an unnamed British soldier who perished during the War of 1812 roams the White House grounds holding a torch. (laughs) Guessing that's... One of, it, one of the guys that burned down the original White House in 1812. Um, David Burns owned the land on which the White House now stands. Um, he hangs out around the White House, so he, he gets to hang out there for some reason. Anna Surratt bangs on the doors of the White House, pleading to see President Andrew Johnson. She was there to beg for a pardon for her mother. Ooh. Lincoln assassination... Conspirator Mary Surratt. Felt so she must have to press. Just... Okay. Yeah, I hung it up for you. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, those were interesting. Mm-hmm. Nobody else seemed to be that interested by it, but you know what? <laughs> I was interested. Did you know that President Jackson was one of our craziest presidents? Yes. Yes. Why, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Says that he had uh, killed a man in a duel. He killed Apparently, several. They they called him Old Hickory. That was his yeah. nickname, Old yeah. Hickory. Um, he participated in anywhere from five to a hundred duels. A few of them aren't documented. I'm guessing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a heck of a jump. Eh, five hundred. That's a big three, jump. <laughs> two, right? No, so five to a hundred. Apparently, a man named Charles Dickinson called Jackson a worthless scoundrel, a poltroon, and a coward in a local newspaper in 1806. So the future president challenged that accuser to a duel. Yeah, and at the command, Dickinson fired and hit Jackson in the chest. The bullet missed Jackson's heart by barely more than an inch. As he survived In spite of the serious wound, Jackson stood his ground, raised his pistol, and And fired a shot, struck him in the head. Jeez. (laughs) Then Jackson would carry around that bullet 
in his chest pocket, as well as another from a subsequent duel for the rest of his life. Hmm. <clears throat> That's crazy. Yeah. Was shot in the leg, too. Was shot in the leg was the other one? I'm pretty Is sure. Is that the one from the other duel? I do not know for sure, but I think. Man. I know there's a lot, lot about um, Jackson. Yeah. Um, he won the popular vote for president three times. Fifty uh, percent of the fifty-six percent of the popular vote in 1828. Um, didn't win a majority in 1824. But he still won. But he still won. Um, Oh, now you're getting unsure of your facts now. No, I'm reading. Yeah, I know so. you're reading, but you're still unsure about no, it. No, yeah, I absolutely am. So he was the target of the first attempted assassination of a president. Um, he was leaving the U.S. Capitol January 30th of 1835, following a memorial service for a congressman. Um, a deranged house painter named Richard Lawrence, fired a pistol at the president from just feet it away. It misfired, if I remember correctly. The gun misfired. And then, he pulled, good, out, and then he pulled out a second one, and it also misfired. He did! <laughs> that is awesome, dude. You know that. I love it. Yeah, Old Hickory survived. Old Hickory survived. Yeah. A subsequent investigation found the pistols to be in perfect working order. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah, oh. they both misfired, but they worked Perfectly. It says the odds of both guns misfiring were 125,000 to 1. And they both happened. It's <laughs> that so is insane. crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, so, and I knew that. You did know that. That is awesome. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is your subject, Dad, not mine. <laughs> no, I love it that you know it. That's awesome. Oh man! You gotta learn some of these stuff, guy. Okay, I got one more story. I think we could do stories. I mean, we could do a whole podcast on history. I mean, that's kind of what we're doing here. I love this stuff anyway. I like history too. Um, yeah, no, you yeah. seem like it. Yeah, you're having a blast over there. Um, yeah. Just <laughs> kind of letting y'all do your thing, you know. I'm. I'm getting gonna educated. Tell the story. <laughs> so, this was. I believe this to be the story that when we were standing in front of the White House. Um, our guide told us, and it was a really crazy story, um, and a very interesting one, right? So again, we're talking the days when there's no gates in front of the White House. You can just walk up to the White House. They would throw little get-togethers, and you know, people Parties. from the area yeah, just would come and just, they would hang out. Yeah, right. So we're talking oh, in the 1800s. If I remember correctly, there was a a president that got just a bunch of cheese. It might have been Andrew Jackson, but it, I think. It was around. It was either the president before him or after him. They just got a lot of cheese, and then it was kind of rotten up the actual White House. Oh, really? Yeah. It like stunk up. Oh, I remember that story. Yeah, because he liked like blue cheese or something, and then it was yeah, it was stinking up the whole White House. Yeah, that's mm. right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stories. <laughs> There's a lot of stories. It's been there for a long time, right? Yeah. And it's, you know, it's just. I mean, it's our nation's capital. It's just, I mean, it's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. So, you're more quiet well, than it's, usual. It's not the actual capital jokes. building. Come on. Okay, so we're talking about February 27th, 1859. It's broad daylight. Congressman Dan Daniel Sickles shot and kills Philip Barton Key, the U.S. president for the District of Columbia and the son of Francis Scott Key. Francis Scott Key was the composer of the Star-Spangled Banner. Yeah. Sickles suspected that Key was having an affair with Sickles' wife. Then the criminal court judge Thomas Crawford instructed the jury on the defense of temporary insanity that Sickles could not have been held criminally responsible if because of a mental impairment, he was incapable of governing himself in accordance with law or was unaware of the wrongfulness of his content, conduct. So that's where all that started. This is. This is the first case. Even if that impairment was only temporary. So this is temporary insanity, right? Um, so Jesus, the jury acquitted 
Sickles, after 70 minutes of deliberation, um, it was the first successful use of temporary insanity defense in American history. Sickles's team of lawyers included Edwin Stanton, later President Lincoln's Secretary of War during the Civil War. Hmm. Yeah. So this is just kind of crazy. And if I remember correctly, um, he was having the affair with him and then with, with the gal. And then, yeah, it was like they would call and they could hear and yell at each other through from across the, like, uh, over the White House lawn because they lived on opposite sides of the White House lawn. If I remember correctly, what um, our guide was telling us was that they, so then they would call him to the White House and then he would see him going so that um, Mr. Key would run across over and then he would have an affair with the wife and then he would see him come back so then he would leave before he came back. And then, mm. yeah, but in broad daylight, there's this murder. Um, yeah, and it doesn't say here where it took place. Um, let's see if I can find the daughter. So it was, uh, he was the son of Francis Scott Key, the great nephew of Philip Barton Key, um, also known as the Chief Justice, uh, the nephew of Chief, Chief Justice Roger Taney, married Ellen Swan. He was appointed to his father's former position in the United States Army by President Pierce um, in 1853. Mm -hmm. um, sometime in the spring of 1858, Teresa Sickles began having an affair with Key. Dan Sickles, though a serial adulterer himself, had accused his much younger wife of adultery several times during their five-year marriage. Um, she always denied it. Um, but he received a poison pen letter. It's a letter or note containing unpleasant, um, abusive or malicious statements or accusations about the recipient. It's usually sent anonymously. Informing him, informing him that his wife was having an affair with Key. He confronted his wife who confessed to the affair Um he then made his wife write out her confession on a paper. Sickles saw um, Key sitting on a park bench outside the Sickles home on February 27th, signaling to Teresa, and then he confronts him. Sickles rushed outside into Lafayette Square, cried, Key, you scoundrel, you have dishonored my home, you must die. With the pistol re um, ready, he repeatedly shot the unarmed key. Hmm. <clears throat> That's crazy. Well, don't stick your diddly in places that don't belong. <laughs> <laughs> Might get shot. Might get shot. <clears throat> yes. Especially in the 1850s. Yeah. Yeah. About it back then. <laughs> <laughs> back then. There's a little bit of a different story about things, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, back then, you steal a horse, you get hung right there in the street. Right there in the street, and they make a thing. They're like, oh, hey, are you, uh, are you going to the hanging this afternoon? Yeah. Like, who wait, who was it today? It was old Willie. You remember Willie? He stole a horse of John's. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, that's right. I couldn't remember that. Nowadays, people have conniptions over a freaking tweet. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's getting to be crazy. Yeah. And it's getting to be that time, and it's getting to be that time of elections, and all of the political correctiveness and the political stuff coming up. And we're already starting to see, you know, like the videos coming out again. And mm -hmm. they're starting to get everybody riled up. So just recognize it. I, I wish that we'd see more people recognize instead of just falling into the hands of the big media people that are pushing all these agendas. And it's getting ready to be an election year. And this is the year off. So this is the preparation for next year. Mm -hmm. So this is when they're going to do everything in their power to rile up both sides of the parties so then that way they can try to turn a bunch of stuff up. It's been happening since way back then. I mean, look, we're, we're, we broke out into a war in 1860s over, um, well, more than just slavery, but it was the North versus the South, and it was the differences in opinions, and it was a lot of people angry, and, and they're still doing it today. And they're doing it with things that 
I don't feel most people really truly think about on a day-to-day because it's not as big of an issue as what the agenda shows mm-hmm. that they think it is. And then they You're push these agendas. <clears throat> That's what they That's want. what they're doing. Yeah. And, they're, and they're pushing it harder and harder. You know, in the 90s, there was the two parties of people. And there was, if you didn't like what the other party was doing, you talked a little bit of trash about it. But most of the time, the left hand didn't know what the right hand was doing, and that's just kind of the way that it was, right? There were a few people that really, really, really followed it. But for the most part, it wasn't as big of a thing. Then the 2000s hit, and then it started getting a little bit more. And then all the, it just, now it's so big. It's so big that they're... They can say whatever they want. They can do whatever they want. But they're just pushing agendas. And I just wish more people would get off the bandwagons of either side and realize that they're trying to manipulate us and not fall for all the manipulations. So I I hope that we don't see, but it's been the last three elections have happened on or after riots because they've got us so crazy by the time that the election period comes around. But then everybody knows everything dies off. And then by the time that person goes into office, whether whichever party it is, right? Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden we don't hear nothing. And then we hear a little bit of kickback stuff when it comes into the second year, the midterm elections, right? We have a little bit, but not as much. They don't want to get us as riled up. Mm-hmm. But then they, but now it's coming around, okay? So I'm, I'm calling it right now. This year, 2023, they are going to be putting out as many videos as they can to rile people up on both sides of the coin. And then next year is when they want to see all of the towns burning again because it makes people go to the polls and vote. Mm -hmm. And that's what they want. And it's ridiculous to, to see our communities burning over... Big news media pushing all of these agendas that all these freaking politicians are pushing out anymore. And it's all political jargon and it's bullshit. And it's, all right, I'm going to get off my soapbox, but it's pissing me <laughs> off. I'm sick and tired of watching the same thing and people are still falling for it. And it We're is. just now calming down from the last one. Right. Well, most of us are, as normal people. Right. And they're going to start stirring it back up. They are. And that's what they're going to do. And then they let you have the three years of peace and then, then they're going to start riling you. And again... Yeah. It's not even a full three years because they kind of halfway do it at midterm elections, but they're getting ready now and they're going to find everything that they can. And the big news only pushes the big news's agenda, both sides of the coin. They're going to do, well, you know what the right's going to do. The right's going to try to make the left look bad, make Trump look good. The left's going to try to make cops look bad, try to make Trump look bad. They're going to do as much as they can. But they do... But they do as much as they can to rile up the people mm-hmm. on both sides of the yeah. coin. And that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I hope people are finally tired of looking at it. And just start thinking for themselves. And I, I say turn off big news. Yeah. I, I love don't turning into my... I don't watch the news ever. No, I, I turn into my local, um, my local news. It's 30 minutes. They give me all the news that I need. Yeah. The weather. The roads, weather. Traffic. Right. Somebody's but opening up a new store. They give me the big story that I need, and then they give me my local news that I need. Mm-hmm. When you're talking 24-hour news places, that they're, go- they're going for ratings. They're mm-hmm. fighting for ratings just like Yellowstone is fighting for ratings, right? Mm-hmm. I tune into Yellowstone, but these people at all of these major news channels, they need people tuning in. That's how they make money off of ads. So it's all money generated, right? Mm-hmm. And But they're the ones that hold the cards. So mm-hmm. then... They're trying to tailor it to the certain demographic of people that they're looking for, whether it be Democrats or Republicans. That's why you have the different news stations. They're 24 hours. As soon as they started this 24-hour thing, they've never... In the 90s, when they didn't do 24 hours, they didn't... it, It wasn't as bad. Now they do 24 hours. They're always looking for something to fill. So they are... It's just the first person to get it there. With social media, with internet... They'll take false information as long as it's the first information out there because they want to be the first ones to break the news. And that's even what they advertise on all their big stuff. Be the be there with us, the first people to bring it to you. I don't care who brings it to me first. I bring it who cares. I care who brings it to me right. Yeah. I'll bring it who cares. I know. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting riled up. Getting and riled I, up. We said no politics. We said no politics. And I'm trying not to go... I'm not trying to go political. I'm trying not to go political on either side of the coin because that's not where I'm at. But my problem is, I like correct information mm-hmm. if we're going to bring it out. Okay, 
I'm a fact finder, and that's what I. That's what I. Bring, yeah. bring me facts if you're telling it to me as a fact. If you're like, oh, don't we don't really know what's going on. Like, if you're going to tell me a story that is that I know is about to be bullshit, like Jean-Claude Van Damme getting into a fight in Kansas, he got into a real fight, but I don't remember where the fuck was at. Right? So I said that he was in Kansas. I wasn't bringing facts, and we pointed that out. Right? So if you're just telling me a story, tell me a story. I love a good story. Yeah. 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 But if you're bringing it to me like it's some fact... And I'm supposed to believe every word out of your lying mouth. Then don't tell me falsehoods every other freaking minute. You know what I mean? Exactly. Don't call it the news then. Call it story time. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> story time. With right. With whichever whichever side of the coin it is. Because it's both. I, I'd like, I hate the view. <laughs> I just like to right. put that out there. Right. So this is the opposite and of I, that. Because I'd like I'm to say that I voted for Obama and Trump, and uh, so I'm pretty neutral on it. Like I just want, I just want whoever's going to do right. And I, I cannot stand the view. They're a bunch of gawking bitches. <laughs> I hate them. I hate all of them. I hope they stub their toe every day on the way to work. <laughs> well, <Sorry. laughs> Rosie O'Donnell should be living in Canada because she was supposed to move the second that yeah, Trump got elected. that dude but... was supposed to move as soon as he said he was going to move. That fucking Rosie O'Donnell. That <laughs> right. And him uh, and nope. his best bud, Whoopi Goldberg. They're both... <laughs> oh, yes. They're both Whoopi... scissor-flicking each other's dicks. Sorry. <laughs> I did not mean to go any of this with any of this. I was being very center of the road. Not All right. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Thank you guys. We haven't gone through all our Patreons. Our Patreons. Sure, Seth gets riled up now. We want to shut it down. We're shutting this down. Yeah, because <laughs> I was staying middle of the I know, road. I'm sorry. I'm still middle. I'm all the way middle. I, just I know, don't like the view. I know. You were talking about a specific the show. The view's not middle. <laughs> they're, they're not. No. And they are. It's, well. Talking whores. <laughs> Anyways, Mike Garcia, thank you. <laughs> Dirty prostitutes. <laughs> oh, Grandma, thank you. Patreon. having <laughs> damn bitches. I don't know. <laughs> Too oh, mad to even think. And none of that is um, derogatory, what he's saying. It's Nothing not. It's, it's uh. If you watch it, good for you, retard. <laughs> All right. All right, I'm done, sir. <laughs> he's got to go gone. extreme. So That's where he's at. <laughs> uh, also, um, Phelps Harvest. Patreon. Thank you, guys. Um, go check them out on Facebook um, at Phelps Harvest. Um, they're on Facebook. Um, well, yeah. You said that already. No, I didn't, did I? They're on Facebook. Check them out there on a Facebook. I know. Yeah, now you got me flustered. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got? B. John's Gold Rush Jerky. Yeah. Except they're not sponsoring. Out. They're not sponsoring this particular episode. Oh. Yeah, because well, we already set off. Oh. Well, yeah. then I take that back. Yeah. Uh, any and all things said about whatever place that was, whatever they sell. <laughs> Fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah, but they, uh, their other, yeah, Phelps Harvest, yeah, they did. Yeah, I'd go I check that out. Yeah, we like those guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. All right, well, thank you guys. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I got nothing else. Any of you guys got anything else? Fuck the view. <laughs> anyway, George right. Behar is a whore. <laughs> Sorry, all Grandma. Right. Thank out. you guys. <laughs> Tune in and next week or two weeks. We're yeah, we're bouncing around now, so could be two weeks. Bouncing around like the views, bitches, fucking opinions. All right, thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>